okay, Justin, is there anything else? And he's like, no, no, you know what? I, I'm I'm pretty sure that's it. And then the, the news just hits blackface playing guitar, <laughs> Justin Trudeau. He's like, oh, yeah. I forgot that about that one. one. Too. That's, I forgot that, about that one. Does that count as blackface? Because I was performing a concert, too, so... They, have, geez, they haven't even found the Oriental ones yet. <laughs> you are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. The podcast where me and my two meathead friends get together to deliver verdicts on an assortment of topics. You never know. It's never the same. Today, joining me, Croft and Steers, the host with the most, are two of my dearest friends and colleagues. I'm talking about Bo Schwartz, the host with the second most. Okay. Welcome, Bo. Okay. And and Michael Hodgins, the host with the absolute least. How are you? The beast with the least. That's what the, be- the beast <laughs> with the least. Now, normally, when it is my turn to do an intro, I would bring some sort of you pop would say culture like, comparison. I am vitamin D of this podcast, and Bo yeah. is the multivitamin. Yeah, and, and I be the iron supplement. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, it, it, and, and it would have to be like. What is it when you you put it up the ass there? What's that called? A suppository. A suppository. Yeah, you'd, you'd need iron suppository. Yeah. <laughs> Good um, God. <laughs> but uh, but I am a little I like a I'm feeling a little story. under the weather, and so I'm a little lower energy. So I apologize for that. But I have a feeling you guys will bring me up to your level. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll see. I think Mike's yeah. in rear form. A long way up though. Uh, a long yeah. way. We'll, well do our best. You, I mean, how's everyone doing? It's been a little. It's been a week or so since we've sat down, and chatted. Um, I'll tell you what's new with me. I guess we I'm, chatted on Friday, but not on the podcast. <laughs> I was like, I don't care what's new. With oh, me. what's new with you? Sorry, I missed. That. It's a stupid thing. It's not anything. Hmm. Uh, I, I'm in. I'm right now immersed in a Pink Floyd phase. I'm listening to all kinds of Pink Floyd for some reason. This is oh, new, yeah, but no, I listened to Pink I, Floyd like ten years ago. But are then, you, are you smoking marijuana and listening to no, Pink Floyd? I think I just for, there was something I heard something about Sid Barrett because he went mad, like he actually went insane, and then had to leave the band. And I read about this, and then I listened to some of their songs. I'm like, man, Pink Floyd's awesome. And then I started listening to it. It's also as a funny aside. I have this big hate on for. Uh, Andrea is always listening to this kind of like modern sort of melancholy uh, indie music that is made by millennials, which I hate because it's all melancholy. But like is Pink Floyd, fucking melancholy, <laughs> like it's super melancholy yeah, music. But, sure. but it's also intense and awesome in a way that like a banjo playing hipster is not. I like how you were when you set up that scenario. You were you were like, yeah. So Sid Barrett, like he went insane. Yeah, he went nuts. so. So I, I. So anyways, thinking, millennials. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much. No, He's I like, like so. Then I started thinking about like how much I want to listen to Pink Floyd and how much it's awesome and goddamn millennials and god. And then he's just peeling paint off the walls, like up. Oh, I yes, think it so. is kind of interesting that he went completely nuts. And I like listened to a few of the songs that he made after he was out of the band, and they're kind of interesting. I'm like, yeah, like sometimes a crazy person just has a different take on things sort of like someone on drugs you know you hear that bo drugs are good and no, and being a little off kilter is good too we need people who are Wait, not did, just he, like, did he die from too much drugs uh no 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 he basically just went became a reclusive eccentric oh he did anything. he have a quote transformative experience quote well, one of the drugs. guys in the band said he did way too much LSD and it fried his brain. Yeah, and I'm like, learning uh, that that LSD can be a transformative experience. You've been listening to a lot of Joe Rogan podcasts. <laughs> I, have, I have been. I've been all been about fentanyl and LSD. Well, and fentanyl, you don't fentanyl is bad. Do it's bad. And heroin and and um, mushrooms. The, the, the best one was I listened to two hours from a professor of mushrooms talk about mushrooms, and it was the most interesting two hours I've ever listened to. 
anyone. Yeah, can. I mean, psychedelic, we've talked a little bit about it before. I find quite interesting. I've never done any of those drugs, but they do seem interesting. Not like, whereas like heroin or coke just seem like you're going to Well, it goes hand in hand because wrong. you're talking about Pink Floyd and we're talking about like rock and roll, especially from like 60s to 80s to 90s and like hand in glove. Drugs go with that hand in glove. Yeah. And in and fact, I remember Mike's old axiom used to be if it, if the music wasn't made while they were using heroin, it's not good music. No, no. You're totally misquoted me. Oh, what I used to say was me. was that rock musicians were the medium through which heroin expressed itself. <laughs> that's you've much you've refined it. You've actually refined it over the yes, years. I thought about it a lot. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, heroin's that's... like, I just need to get it. This, this idea is out, but I have no medium. And then all of a sudden, some guy with long hair is like, hey, man. But Mike would be like looking and see, seeing like news about bands that break up, and he'd be like, "Oh, that's too bad that band breaks up." And then another one would be about uh, the the a band getting clean and dropping drugs and alcohol, and him being like, "They should just break up." Well, it's- that's pretty. That's, that, that, you're, talk, you're talking the story. That's a story of Aerosmith right there. It was like early Aerosmith <laughs> was like half decent when they were crazy on drugs, and then they got really sucky forever and refused to break up. It's like. Lesson. And refuse to break up. <laughs> Be on the drugs or break up. It's like that's how it works. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, and someone could look at that and feel like that's very cynical, but I actually think there's, there's <laughs> No, but I think it's not cynical, actually. It's 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 there is something special that drugs do to your brain that you know well, we they, can, they we can vilify the them, but they do change the way that you think and and feel about things anyways not that that's the topic of this episode but i I love that you're listening to pink floyd and that's why i asked you at least smoking weed because i weed is legal here in canada and i indulge in it and just music was so great when you're on yeah like i listen to music a lot and i like it but i was like just listening to the song the hardest i've ever it's um a song by oh shit what's his name mac not mac miller but mac um Macklemore. Not Macklemore. There's no way I'm going to know. Like, why are you even asking? She's good. Like, uh, the song's called My Kind of Woman, Mac DeMarco. I I highly recommend it, Mike. You should have it when you get a chance to listen to it. But it was like, it's the hardest I've ever listened to a song. Like, like, it's just, it was just insane. I'm like, man, music is so fucking great. Well, (laughs) like, this is just the best music ever it was so good uh euphoria you know that's it is what it is but anyways you should what i liked about the opening to this is how mike uh mike is like so i've been listening to a lot of led zeppelin or or uh sorry pink floyd but like for me if he had just said led zeppelin or whatever it wouldn't be the same in the sense that i just assume that mike listens to pink floyd and led zeppelin and neil young on alternative rotate like like that's that's you haven't been paying attention because I've yeah, been talking no, I, about all these other recent things, like Albert King. I was down this like blues uh, thing from I BB guess King. That's I, right. was, I was all in, yeah, and they're still amazing these these dudes. Yeah. But yeah, the and then I, then I was like, bring me back my comfort food, baby. I need yeah, my Pink King Floyd. Pink Floyd. Well, after you don't listen to something for a while, that's interesting and weird. And also, I guess albums you haven't listened to before, like you know, like Dark Side of the Moon is obviously like an amazing album. But then the Wish You Were Here album is like. It's also super depressing. You know the song "Welcome to the Machine." Like, yeah, yeah. I'm at my crappy office job, and it's just like on repeat in my head. Welcome <laughs> to the machine. It's like, like oh. all these like rah, 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 noises, and here I am, like a bureaucrat. I'm like, oh god, this is what my life has become. Uh, anyways, speaking uh, of things that uh, our lives have become, uh, they've become a podcast in which we used to use a machine, a machine to give us random topics, oh, but crap. now. The random topic generator use... used to be. Yeah, but sorry, it's go not ahead. A, it's, now it's now it's up to us. Like we have mo- moved into two point and it, as part of two point didn't you give your topic to, or I gave my topic to the bird handler, and then I forgot to call him and tell him we were doing the show at at this oh. time. So I'm just well, that's I'm, unfo- I'm just getting that's the bird handler. So just just hang on a second here. But allow me to uh, elucidate here. Uh, Bo is the chosen person. He, today, he is bringing a topic for discussion to the table. Neither Michael nor I 
are aware of what said topic is. He is, in fact, giving it to a bird who will bring it in a display of whimsy. We will read it, and then we will discuss and give it a verdict. So, All right, Bo, here it comes. Here it comes. There, finally. All right. Hey, we, we brought the top. The bird has delivered the topic from the heavens. From Bo, from please. I'm, I'm dying to know. Today's topic, drum roll, please. Well, would you, before I announce the topic, would you like this topic to have green eyes or blue eyes? Just announce the goddamn topic already. What green the hell eyes. is it? Gee, you freaking crouch. I'm basically saying what it is if you just take the hint. Green eyes or blue eyes? Yes, before I give birth to this topic, what sort of, you know, what font would you like the letters to appear in in your mind? Epigenetics! That's the topic before he leaves your mind. <laughs> I like how like, epigenetics, you idiots! <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I failed at it. I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> I clearly got frustrated with my lack of uh, proper or clever setup. It clearly didn't didn't work. So, so. my understanding of epigenetic. Well, well, why don't you tell us what it is? I have yeah, a, yeah, I'm please idea. do. So I have, pretend I have no idea what you're talking about. I have I have a um, very layman's understanding of epigenetics, but in the broad strokes, what I would say is that it's basically manipulating DNA. Are manipulating genetic data to produce desirable traits and offspring. So I think I don't think that's what epigenetics is. Is it not? We should we should Google. All right, I on. thought the epigenetics. Term epigenetics. Okay. Oh, maybe. All I, right, yeah. Maybe well, I, you brought it up, so I, I shouldn't question you, but I think it's slightly. <laughs> no, I might not know what I'm talking about. I really challenged myself with the topic. Um, the I thought it was. I thought. Ep, why don't I say what it is to see? It'll be like okay, a test, and then I'll see how that? wrong I am. Too. Okay. I thought that it, epigenetics was genetics uh, that when environment influences how genes are expressed. So it's like the environmental factors that either um, lead to offspring expressing certain gene traits or them getting passed on or something like that. Or, or that it was genetics that get displayed or expressed sort of like within a living thing, something like that. What, what, what is it? All right. So uh, da, 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 da. epigenetics in biology is a study of her- heritable phenotype changes that it did not involve alterations in the DNA sequence. Uh, do not involve changes. It most often involves changes that affect gene activity and expression, but the term can also be used to describe any heritable phenotypic change. So I think I had oh. it completely wrong. So it's heritable, heritable stuff. Such effects on cellular and psychological phenotypic traits may result from external environmental factors or be part of normal development. All right. This definition know. is... Said important. environmental factors. I was half right. Um, the consensus so what is it of the concept of epigenetic trait as a stably heritable phenotype resulting from changes in a chromosome without alterations in the DNA sequence. Okay. Maybe I brought a topic I didn't exactly know. <laughs> I think that's so, clear. But- <laughs> what did you what did you want to talk about? Like there was something you it had sounded in mind. Like you to um, I might have about... the wrong word, but it is it yeah. is what do you want to talk I, about? I might not have the wrong word. I'm not a, it's just not made it clear, but what I want to talk about was genetic manipulation. So altering So genetic manipulation, that I understand. I've I've read yeah, a lot but of sci-fi. I wanted to be a no, that's exactly what I wanted to avoid was talking about a sci-fi topic and talking this is real stuff that we're doing like today. Okay. Like, yeah. So like are you talking about CRISPR? Do you know what I'm talking about when I say that? Crisp, CRISPR. 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 This is a thing. No. It it is so uh CRISPR, it's an acronym, which I have no clue what it, those letters mean, <clears throat> but it's the thing that exists now which allows people to edit genes. Like it's a pretty oh, new thing. Gene editing. That's gene? what I'm looking for. Yeah. Gene editing. Crisp, CRISPR. Gene? Yeah, it's gene editing. Okay. Well, I think we'll call the show gene editing because, like us, people will probably see CRISPR and go, "What?" <laughs> no, no. Well, you wouldn't call it CRISPR because yeah. it's like that's a specific thing. I bet you okay. in thirty years they'll be doing it in different because this, better is, this way. isn't even about hereditary. You could change your genes now as as a person, like getting a tattoo. Is that possible? No, no. I don't, I don't think so. Like, and I don't think people are using that on themselves. Except apparently there is a subset of 
people who who are trying to do something called biohacking where they're they are trying to do things like change their genes in their body by injecting themselves with stuff anyways i i don't know this that's a thing apparently but crispr is is a process by which you can remove segments of genes and replace them with other ones and i think it was discovered sort of like accidentally which is a lot of yeah. things do but i think it's going to be applied mostly um in, in i would assume agriculture you know it's yeah. like gmo yeah. foods and stuff is the whole thing did we do that before GMO i foods? don't know if we did gmo that we time. definitely talked about it in some capacity like, i don't done know pesticides. We did we've done pesticides and we may have talked we did something about farming else. But that's know. not the same as you. Like, are you talking like Gattaca, the movie? Is that what you're I talking mean, about? Kind Make of, but, like, but I'm not talking about science fiction. Life. Like, as now, gene editing is a thing that isn't science fiction. Yeah, but is... you can't go and take your kid and be like, look, uh, how do I pump the IQ of this kid up at the little gene editing store down the road? You can't, like, that is not a thing yet. Uh, well, um, you know, I guess no. I thought maybe they were doing something like that in China. Well, I in China there was something that happened in China where this guy, what did he do? Something with twins. Ah, he he gene edited some children, uh, but he was arrested. Like even in, in China, where do you think they everything goes? Like I, I people are not cool on this. Like uh, so when I, you say like I want to mess with some baby's genes, the governments are like you can't do that. Like it's not it's yeah. not a thing now. What is the difference between this and eugenics? Well, it is very much like eugenics. Okay, so it's I like... I mean, eugenics, I think, is like around uh, selective breeding or selective sterilization. Like, like this is the, the history of eugenics, like where right, they right. Would, would sterilize people who were in insane asylums or whatever. Uh, but, but it's just a different... But yeah, I don't think there's much difference. If what, well, if what but, your goal is to make some superior race... Looking at the uh, by, looking at the definition a little bit though, eugenics is is defined here as a set of beliefs and practices, and not a scientific thing, right? Like yeah. eugenics was practiced well before we had gene editing. No, but it was practiced in this in 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 the sense that like you you would either encourage breeding mm-hmm. of people or discourage breeding. Yeah, so yeah. it was basically like, a lot of people were forced sterilized in the United States and I think Canada too, uh, and it was often like you know, people from minority groups or people with mental health issues, you would just sterilize them. You know, it's totally unethical, but it, yeah, it's like, they would be like, Oh, these people have problems. They shouldn't be allowed to breed. It's just like, um, you know, natural select selection in process where you're saying like, well, we want to get these genes out of the gene pool. Let's not let these people breed. But of course it's extremely problematic. Like, like someone like say like sterilizing someone who has dwarfism, right? They, they're, it's like, oh, we don't want to more, make more of those. Whatever. But you, you would be incorrect because that's also not how it works. But if someone would believe that, like, oh, we don't want we don't want to have that many dwarves in our society. Let's sterilize them so they don't make more. That's eugenics. Yeah, it's not quite how genes work. But, I mean, it is right in the sense that, like, basically. It's definitely not how you... genes work, but it's definitely how the system of belief, you know, in, in a in a in a social system might come to function or, you know. Yeah, yeah. Aryan race, right? Like, yeah. I mean, that's what people. There was definitely like racist crap around eugenics. But I mean, when when Crofton says, "How is it different from gene editing?" Like, I agree in the sense that, like, I don't think it's much different. Like, you're 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 saying there are traits we want in our children, or traits we don't want, and we want to do what we can. We want to mess with genes to make sure that we get what we want. And I mean, that's basically what eugenics is. Yeah, it's it's. It's you're never you're never gonna go into your gene editing room and grab your gene editing crack tool, whatever you guys called it, cracklejack or whatever, and and uh, and use it to make yourself shittier. Like that would be a weird that would be a weird well, use of it. Well, what you if know? you were like, on heroin and you were an artist and part of your art was gene editing? Like uh, people, rock stars do it all the time: dress up in weird clothes, do have different hair. What if it becomes, you know, we have tattoos. What if it becomes fashionable to give yourself a, something strange that I can't imagine that gene editing. Yeah, no, ex- exactly. That that would fall outside of what, like, in le- if it's not to improve yourself, like improving and improving, obviously everything is in the eye of the beholder, but re- reaching that, you know, perfect state, however 
you do it, that falls towards eugenics. But if if it's some art, artist gene splicer who's just like disfiguring genes because it looks cool, well, that probably is not eugenics. Uh, but uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, so I guess like, Bo, you're saying that this is, cause I'm not, I'm not super well versed in this, but you're, you're saying that it is not, um, we're not at the science fiction anymore. We're at the, this is happening in some capacity. We're, we're at the, I think we're at the cusp where that's where like, it's within the realm of, it's not a question of if it's a question of when, and there's stuff that we can do now through gene editing. Yeah. And so I mean, any. I'm just going to say, like, in the short term, like, I think that there's clear, um, you know, we jump right to this whole, like, oh, yeah, I want to make sure my kid is, like, six foot two uh, or whatever you want, has blue eyes. Like, that's we jump to that. But, like, the the reality of, like, if it's going to be applied to humans soon, it's going to be stuff like, let's make sure people don't get MS anymore or whatever other genetic disease that you can edit out of of someone's genome and that would be you'd be like yeah sure why wouldn't you do that if if you know someone is going to have like als or something like that some debilitating disease which is going to end their life at age 30 in a not pleasant fashion and you can gene edit that out of out why wouldn't you you know and and i think that that's and that's certainly the intentions there are very good in, in the sense that we want to alleviate uh, suffering because a lot of you know bad illnesses or illnesses or diseases are directly related to to genes um like like there's that there's a specific breast cancer gene um that accounts for a certain percentage of breast cancers it's just extremely aggressive and it's heritable so it's like if your mom if your mother had it and you're a woman and you get tested and you have it there's a good chance you're going to get that kind of breast cancer and it's like if you could edit that out you know why wouldn't you? And I think that. But that's... just to be clear, and I literally don't. I'm not sure. Is that gene? Is that gene just a flag, or is that the gene the cause of the breast flag? I think cancer? cause. Like like some things okay. they know that it's the co- that it's the cause, or uh, how exactly they know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know enough about genetics to answer that question. Uh, but 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 there definitely are genes that are specifically linked to certain illnesses, and it's like if you can get rid of them, that's. Like, why so, like, uh, in theory, when we're talking about this sort of stuff, like, you you can pretty much see, like, in a in, in a utopic <clears throat> world where everything is used properly, uh, you would you know you would use gene editing for curing diseases like that. In our world, I see that sort of technology. You open that Pandora's box, and you've got uh, you know, like it it rolls into like be it be it eugenics be it like oh you have the gay gene let's find a way to remove that now you know like let's make everybody uniform i'm not necessarily sure as bo was saying like the art like artists and stuff will it lead to would it lead to greater diversity or would it lead to greater uniformity you know yeah i think probably the gay thing would be more of a neuroscience thing than a genetic thing that you know no, I, 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 I'm not saying. I'm just saying, like, pe- people, uh, even if there is zero science behind things, let's look at people. People, you, you tell people in general that we can do gene editing. You know, like mm-hmm. you've got obviously smart, educated scientists, uh, and and who who are going to use this power for good and saving saving people with illnesses but then you have a large amount of crazies that are going to use it for other reasons right uh, or and for me the, the that's the scary bit and i think that's what leads to all these dystopian science fiction sort of uh scenarios and i mean partly it's eugenics but i use the the gay gene as an example of like like something where that is pretty much completely fictitious but is is the um but i could see some crazy person being like well we need to gene splice you up and get rid of that gay gene you know well but but i mean it's like and i'm not saying that there is a gay gene there i don't know that there is or isn't but it's clear that a lo- like so much of what every one of us is as individuals is made up by our genes like it's not it's not just like 
we talked about this once uh sort of like on uh we talked about it we were talking about meritocracy right mm-hmm. like how yeah. much of who you are or what you're able to achieve is your like work ethic even something like work ethic like i mean why does why are some people lazy and some people not is it all you know i'm gonna say it's half it's environmental but i think far more of it is just genetic and a lot of stuff is heritable like we know things are heritable we know things like intelligence are is heritable like if you have really smart parents chances are they're gonna have smart kids like and that, which all to say is that that's genes, right? And it, and right now, like, I mean, from what I know of genes, and I think Bo was touching on this too, it's like when you have kids, it's like there's so much at play. You, you can't really predict what's going to be passed down to your children, what bits they're going to inherit, what aren't, um, what genes you have that are dominant or and what your partner's genes have that are either dominant or recessive. And if you have two recessive genes, then they might display in your children when neither of you have those things. Like it's very complicated. It's like how a, how a child becomes an individual. It's just like totally nuts, but it's all genes is, is kind of, I guess what I'm getting at. I think it's less of it's environmental than we think it is. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I think you're in the sense, your fears about this, like dystopian stuff, like I think is absolutely what is, what is going to come out of this stuff, which is why I feel like we need to be really careful on how technologies like this. What, what I, what I do crash. understand about the, the scenario though, is that at least here in North America and, and Europe, we are being careful. There are regulations, but China's like, just, there's none. So, so <laughs> like the fact is oh, that China. the, 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 the cat is out of the bag and we can be responsible with it here, but, that doesn't mean it's inaccessible to places where that's not yeah. the case. China's and, cat's got eight heads. Yeah, well, I don't think gene editing will accomplish Be- that, but I guess... Because of gene editing. But, like, you know, there's this sense that there's a lot of power behind being able to... Sh- right now, the only way that we have to shape the beings that we're bringing into this world is through partner selection. Like that's it, right? That that's the only influence we can exert uh, over what traits that they're going to inherit when you decide I'm going to make a. a yeah, but it's funny because even that people don't like. No, people aren't selecting their mates based on like, hmm, what would I like my child to look like? I'm like, uh, okay, I've got brown hair. I think uh, no. I'm looking for a blonde-haired partner. Okay, check genes likely for blonde hair. No one's doing that, right? No, but when, but when you're attracted another person you don't even really know why i heard Uh, i heard an interesting fact that there are things that you don't consciously pick up on like smells Uh, i can't remember i wish i remember the name of the disease but like you can when selecting a mate you can tell yes through pheromones if someone will be a sick partner and but you don't conceptualize that on the rational level no, no it's i heard about because you bring this up because i did hear about a study that was done where basically they gave they got i think it was with men so they got men yeah. to wear like t-shirts and do a bunch of exercise so they got mm-hmm. all their sweat on them whatever and I, I don't know how i don't know the details of the study but they mixed it all up and then they gave it to a series of you know women or whatever um, but basically what they found was that women um would find the smells of the of the men uh, more or less appealing based on how likely they were to be genetically similar or dissimilar. So, for for example, if you have cool. if you if you get your if you're a woman and you get your brother's stink, you're like, Ugh. you know, I don't like this. Does not smell. This is, does not stink good. Uh, and the reason for that is like obviously you don't want to be breeding with your siblings because it's gonna cause problems genetic uh, chaos genetic problems so i mean yeah you don't know why you don't you're not attracted to that person they don't smell right but it's but yeah it's in it's the genes but isn't that you know? the case to be made that that's on a very high level you know genetic manipulation i mean if you're picking a partner on a subconscious level based on certain key factors that make some mates more ideal to you than others then then we're already doing that. It just says like well, a, we're not, but we're not doing it by any. Well, our morality is not impugned because we're not consciously, rationally thinking about doing it. Right. That's why it doesn't matter. It's a non-thing. It, it's like you, if you're just attracted to someone, you don't know why. Uh, why you are those genes or whatever is drawing you is going to continue to get expressed, and human beings will keep going in whatever direction that is. Hmm. But yeah, as soon as you start having willful like. 
uh, I want X, Y, or, or Z. So I, I mean, go out, picture this. I go out on a date. I'm with a girl, and I'm like, can you give me a copy of your genome so I can review it before we move on to date number two? <laughs> That's too far. <laughs> well, you know what? There won't be date number two, Bo. <laughs> Well, it is, that already it is answers my question then. I didn't want to date number two if you aren't even... Fair. One of the traits I wanted was openness. <laughs> I mean... I, I could think, have told that if I looked at your genome. I, I did hear about... You were making jokes about this, but I think that there are things basically like that. Like, if you know that you're... You had, say, a parent who had AL, ALS. I think ALS is like Lou, Lou, Ger, Lou Gehrig's disease, um, which is a heritable gene. So you know you're a carrier of that gene if your parents had it. I've heard that people sometimes with they ha- with their partner they'll they'll because a lot of people carry that gene, but it's recessive, right? So if you wind up with another partner that has it, and you both have recessive genes, it's very likely your kid's going to get ALS. And people will will do do tests for this because you don't want to watch your child die in this way you know it's like and, and that that is really a lot of pain for these this type of things and if you can all of a sudden be like oh well, actually we can just edit out that gene you know it can turn pe- two people who are in love who just happen to have these recessive genes which is going to give their child some terrible illness and make you know end their lives well sooner than it should it's like it really does it's, it's so tricky to talk about this stuff because you really want to be like, yeah, of course, we should try to do these things. We also have vaccines and antibiotics to stop us from dying, stop our children from dying before the age of five or whatever. Those are good. And and you, you want to just think like, OK, this is ju- just in that quiver of our medical interventions we can do to stop people from from dying. It's just like, you know, it's not only that science fiction has trained us to assume this stuff is going to go completely off the rails, which I'm like, yeah, it absolutely will. It's just, it's just like, look, we have like the internet, right? Is a good prime example. Like when you hear people talk about the history of the internet and these early internet people, they're like, oh yeah, it was scientists. And we had this, these ideals about free information and uh, just these, these, just democratization of informi- information and access and blah, 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 all these like this stuff was all in the early 90s. People were talking about this. And and then like, look what's happened. It's like Facebook basically owns the Internet. So does and Google. then one of the scientists was like, we had this we we're going to share all this information. And then John over there took a photo of his penis and he put it up. <laughs> and then next thing you know, it got more feedback than any of our <laughs> documents other- put together. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now it's so, all penises it's pre- it's pretty much it i mean it's just like you have a technology you hope and expect for one thing and you know you're not going to get that or you're going to get that plus a whole bunch of other penis pictures like so you know to me like for this not to happen it's it's bad stuff's gonna happen you know, that's it, it and it's, there any- it's tough Sorry, are there any positives? There's a ton, and that's what we were kind of like yeah. when we were talking about the disease and the fight and the you know like um, uh, f- the fighting of disease uh, is a big one, and 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 really like like Mike used the example of the internet. I think that's an interesting one because I think nobody would argue that it's it it is a tremendous technological gift, but it comes with like it's like a monkey's paw situation, right? And I just feel like. That, that any genetic modification and it would if it became commonplace or easy for humans to do like just look at plastic surgery already and like the you know the stuff that comes out of that just imagine you give humans across the board the ability to start genetically modifying themselves like it's just i i know bo you're you as i am or and we talked about cyberpunk are into that sort of stuff but like and in those, there's often like genetic modification is a, is a big recurring trope, but I, ju- I just see it opening up a massive, massive can of worms and potentially leading to all sorts of health problems that we're not even aware of. Like that's just obviously speculation. But when you, again, I use the term Pandora's box, you open it, who knows what's in there. Now, is longevity linked to this in any way? I think like genes like, 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 are definitely affect your lo- like how long you live. Also, ex- well, exploring you know ways to uh, lengthen or, or slow the aging process down. There's, I don't think you're going to get at that through. I Not mean, there's no question that, like, like that, like you know those those uh, 
longevity i think is heritable as well you get a lot of long-lived ancestors that you might live long but it's not i don't think you can just edit genes and all of a sudden people live to be 500 years old there's 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 more that's a, that's a different study than, than there's more stuff at play i was i'm reading this other book that kind of touches on this stuff about just scaling and it's like look human beings live to be a certain age right whales can live to be like 200 years old and a mouse lives for like two years it's it's like that you can see that scale right like why does a mouse live for two years and why does a whale live for 200 years and it's a lot of just about like actual physical size we are how are the systems in our body operates you can't just you can't just mess around with genes to make yourself live to be 200 years old. Like there's more at play physical things at play. Mm-hmm. Why a mouse is two lives to be two years. Like you can't just change his genes and a mouse lives to be hundred years old. Won't okay. happen. Okay. Yeah. So there's I, more. I wasn't, at I wasn't sure if that was related or not. Because but I mean, it, 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 it at play in the sense of why does someone die at 70 and another person die at a hundred? Like there are, there are genetic factors for that, you know, like well, why our, our structure weakens and degenerates and there's a way to get slower. Or, or or you stop it altogether, but I don't think it's related directly to genetic. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, when we do these podcasts, like I often like you know it we're we obviously do zero research or prep, and normally that's not an, an issue. We all sound moderately informed, but I feel like there's some scientists listening to this one somewhere, being like, "Oh my god, these guys are idiots!" You know, like <laughs> yeah. But also, it's I think it's good because. This is like a litmus test. If you are a scientist, this will inform you just how ignorant we are and maybe inspire one to go out there and give some more talks and spread that information. Because, like, this is, like, cutting-edge stuff, right? Like, we're talking about something that is basically 10 years ago or 20 years ago, a science fiction idea, right? Like, yeah. and and it's, like, literally this is, like, the edge of the edge right now uh, for the, in that in that particular science. But I still, it's very like, for me, it, it does spark my imagination. Like when we take it a little bit farther to potential applications, like changing eye color, uh, which, or something like that. Like, I can't tell what I, if what I'm saying, is science fiction or within the realm of possibility, what, what the thing is, but making my kids smarter by giving them some tweaking a few things here or there, making them more predisposed for success in life. Seems like something that I would gladly do if I, you know, could afford it. Like, my parents wanted to give me a better life by circumcising me um, because they thought <laughs> they thought it was cleaner. They thought I would have a better life with a cleaner penis. So they circ- <laughs> they they edited the genes off my penis. <laughs> and, it, and and like it's funny, but it's true. And like and so it, like it is it is true. And t- like my daughters, um, like both of them had. Uh, had some form of tongue tie when they were when they were born right yeah. and you can you can have the tongue tie removed depending on what the you know what the extent is now the removal of a tongue tie like they, they literally burn it with this little laser that you go to a dental specialist and they'll, they'll burn it burn it out like i was i was holding my my baby daughter and she had a high level tongue tie as she's crying and getting her mouth burned open and, and like there's smoke coming out is super disturbing or whatever. But like, I know my older daughter is, is now like she's doing some speech therapy and stuff like this and is having difficulty speaking. Um, and I know that like, had we got the tongue tie removed when she was a baby, there's a good chance that she wouldn't be having, you know, the type of problems that she's having now. So yeah, we made a physical, we, and this is an external physical, like we did something to her for greater, what we think are give her better chances and positive outcomes down the line. Yeah. So like, uh, who am I to say, like, it sounds so like when you're like, Oh, we could edit, I could edit my kids genes. I, I my, my guttural reaction is I would never do that. That's horrible. But then when you're talking about the circumcision example, I immediately thought about the, the tongue tie thing. And I was like, man, I've already done that. You know, I've yeah. already done something. So, well, it, yeah, it's interesting. I've also heard that this debate has come up with, um, I think a genetic, uh, I think down syndrome is a, is a genetic syndrome. So people be like, Oh, we could, uh, we could test for that. And either you'd, um, you could maybe gene edit that out, but some people would say that people with Down syndrome are interesting people. Like they're di- they're different, and uh, 
they have a certain like you know like would the world be richer if you didn't have anyone with down syndrome in it and and, and i think people who are parents or or siblings or have dead people with down syndrome in their family would say like no these people add to the richness the tapestry of life right you don't want to just say no no we there's some hardships with it so let's gene edit it out And, and i think this is like the it's the same thing with being like what do you want to do for your your child it's kind of like you know if you have certain physical things that you can that you can do to help them out like your kid has tongue tongue tie it's going to make it hard for them to feed when they're babies. You know, there's some very obvious things you would you would want to do. Uh, but would you want to do something like Bo is like, oh, I'd like to make my kid more intelligent. And it's like, what does that mean? More intelligent? Like, because I mean, I think of my son and to be like, well, what do I know about him? And then I'm in my head. I'm like, what would I change about him? I'm like, yeah, he's a, he's a little boy. He can be a brat sometimes. And he's super loving and, and amazing other times. Like, would I change anything about him? Like, no, I wouldn't. Uh, and then, and then think about yourself. Like, what would you change about yourself with genes? And I mean, I, I feel like I'm like I don't think I wouldn't change anything about myself. I mean, I feel like my self esteem is pretty good. Uh, but but tons of people would though, right? I, right. I, like, I tons of people more, would. I want a little more body to my hair. Like I, I kind of wish it had a. No, but I mean, body. like, like honestly, like if you guys could change something about yourself, would you? Like, if you could go into the gene store and be like, all right. I want to be. Like, I want my eye color change. I want my. Can, can like what? Can I a little a little more inchage in the in the? You make your department? penis bigger. You, <laughs> I think so. And turn and you so. turn it green and make it look like yeah. an orc. The thing is, I don't believe you can do that. Like when they talk about gene editing, I don't think you can do that. Like you can't. I don't think you can do that at your age. I feel like I, I'd can, make my balls smaller so they wouldn't be so squished. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I feel like you could probably make your kid you could do this to your kid. I don't think you could just eat your own genes. Your, I'm just making kid. jokes. I mean, I would do that to myself. I don't think I'd make that choice for my kid. But like, so I, I don't. Well, I think I would. I think I'd be like, no, I wouldn't want to give him like 18 inch monster. Like, I just, yeah, and like, I just want to like, be like, give him something he can be proud of. Eighteen inch giant dicks. Because and, and you know, if 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 body type was selectable, I it'd be. It'd be hard to say, like, well, let's make him a little mesomorphic so he's got muscle, and you know that's that you know he's more predisposed to build muscle. Yeah, uh, but you're still gonna do things. He might be lazy bum. And I know, sit on a, but not I'm not saying we're not handing. I'm not handing all the solutions to the person. We're not no, designing. But, we're but, but but we're influencing for preferential, or for so, you know for for to make things as it, easy as possible, like paying for your kids. Education is giving your children advantage, where some of us had to pay for our own school. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. But to answer some- Mike's question, from 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 my point of view, like like I would absolutely get under the hood with gene editing, but it would not be for cosmetics. So for me, it's like I have a ton of Alzheimer's in my family, including my dad who passed. Like if there's a way to get in there now and take out whatever would cause Alzheimer's, you can goddamn be sure that I would do that. Also, like, you know, if there, if you told me, and this is like, I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, but if you told me, you know, Crofton, if we just tweak the little A and then we, we, we turn up the little B, you'll, you'll immediately get 15 years extra on your life. Like, boom, guaranteed, unless there's an accident or something, something that I would be like, yeah, do that, do the A and B thing. Give me the 15 years. So like life expectancy, if there was a guarantee that we could do this and increase your life expectancy, that's something I would totally be open to but i got like you know like i had laser eye surgery right and that that allows me now to see without glasses but i until i was like 27 i had worn glasses pretty much from grade five till i was 27 and then they told me they could shoot laser beams in my eyes and i wouldn't need glasses anymore and and i was like they didn't tell you about the scalpel part though do it do shoot the lasers and 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 they they and ever since that point i have not needed glasses it's like like if you told me that you had the ability to, to to heal what was wrong with my my eyes and like this time it was lasers but let's say um that technology was not developed instead gene splicing was the thing and they're like look we can make this edit and then you'll never need glasses again and all that i would probably say yes that's a you really know, like, good, that's would, a really good example 
honestly. I'm, I'm I, full of great examples. But I, I think it's like... <laughs> it's a good it's, example. It seems, I'll give that to it you. It seems pretty clear, like, to me, where, where like, the right, the right part of this lies, which is, like, yeah, you're... You know, you're born, you live, you you live your life, whatever, like everybody else. And there are things that emerge, like say, oh, you find out you're suffering from ALS, or you're going to get MS, or uh, you have Alzheimer's in your family, or super predisposed to early uh, cardiac disease. You know, it's like all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, that seems like the kind of place we want to spend our energy doing messing around with genes to be like if you have genes or you, your mom has a breast cancer gene there's all those things it's like where we don't want i was trying to see like what would you change about yourself like you gave the right answer bo gave the right an- the wrong answer he wants to make his dick bigger you know <laughs> you, you you want to, you to judge what the right or wrong answer no, is i am a person crofton doesn't want to get alzheimer's he's right you want a bigger dick you're wrong <laughs> That's how it works, uh, and I'm like, I feel like that's clearly correct, right? And it's like it shouldn't be like you know, your child is born, and you'd be like, you don't know what their genetic stuff is going to be, and it's like, do you want to go there and feel like I want my kid to be six five and have a giant penis? It's like, and an IQ of 180. That's like f off. Like, don't waste their time with that, you know. But it's like your kid has the gene. But what happens? Is. What happens when you don't do that, but others do? Well, that's the movie Gattaca, you know? Yeah, it's like, so. that's what good science fiction is actually supposed to inform yeah. us about or tell us about. Like, you, clearly <laughs> that's going to happen. Yeah, clearly, but, like, like you, do whatever they want. They you, have you can make that. that case for, like, science that just exists that is not science fiction anymore. Like, nuclear weapons also, and, and all, guns yeah, even. You know. All that stuff. That this stuff goes, and it's already true that, like, look, if you're rich... And have access to stuff. Your children are going to have a better shake yes. at life than someone who's poor. Like we already have those yeah. disparities. We don't need mm-hmm. another one stacked on top of it. And it's like probably why the government should come in and be like, "Listen, you know, get your genes edited." Yeah, for the we right don't need another one, but we're getting it. I think is the is the thing. But, China, but Mike, you're right about all that stuff. Like about you know the, there are. It's pretty clear what the good uses are and stuff. <clears throat> but my super awesome example of laser eye surgery, I started thinking about other. Is there I, a I humility thinking, gene? Because <laughs> <laughs> maybe started, there's one that where I can make Crofton like ten percent less likely to compliment himself. <laughs> I I started thinking about like like what are all the little things like there's there's yeah there's glasses and there's but you know so so you guys not me as much but you guys more have gray in your hair right and stuff yeah and like. Yeah. It, 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 I, I lucked out. Yeah. I've got I've got these great streaks. I hope we no, keep right. them forever. But there's some people don't want to keep them, right? They're just they're like, oh, I'm gonna get there's you know hair product for men or Grecian whatever, blah blah blah. <laughs> so yeah, like they're so and, and that's just like there's a lot of these little things like and and you know Botox is now kind of kind of mainstream. Women have like. Uh, for, for in, instead of shaving their legs and stuff, um, you know, there's waxing and then there's laser treatments for hair removal and stuff like that. Like there's a ton of like other than the intensive cutting cosmetic surgery that we that we do that I just feel like, you know, that's the um, I don't want to say the gray zone, but it's like, yeah, like giving yourself like making your kids super intelligent with a giant penis is probably the bad thing to do. Solving the diseases is probably the good thing. But then all these little things that we already do in other ways, if we had like a, a permanent way to do it with through genetic tinkering, is that like, what's that? Is that just bullshit? You know? I, I mean, I think so. It's just like, you didn't you, like, you didn't choose to be born. You didn't choose how you are. And it's just like, just live your life. Like, try to make the best of it. It's like, to go around. I mean, if, if anything, this is all just, it's like that whole thing is a symptom in our society of having, like, uh, standards that no one lives up to. Like, every man should have, like, giant muscles and ripped abs and, like, be super smart and CEO of some company or whatever. And, and, and similar. For, and have giant penis. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's all stupid shit, you know? And it's like, 
we mostly know that and it's sold to us because of all those industries you just mentioned that want your money. So it's like, sure, will there be the gene editing company, iGene or whatever will come along and be like, oh, you need Apple, your Apple genes. genes. Apple genes, yeah. yeah. It's like your shitty genes uh, need to be edited. Come to see us and we'll be like, because we're all dumb, be like, uh. you know what would be kind of ironic? We'll is say everyone- no and then they'll have like a two for one special and they'll be like, oh, that's good value. We should take advantage of it. I, I, what I would just think would be awesome is that everyone got their IQ jacked way up, and then they're all like, "Oh, this is really unethical and stupid. And we should shut this down." And then every, it was like this, everyone was super smart, and then like got rid of all the crappy industry around it. And then it I don't know, man. What if I? What if? Because listen, we have this climate change problem, and we have a lot of fucking idiots that are resistant to it. What if we inoculate ourselves against this type of idiocy? You can't. There are smart people that if there are more people that are predisposed to be more intelligent than we are, aren't we programming ourselves to be less like an ideologue and more like a rational human being? No, well, first of all, that's kind of a misnomer. People are not rational. Like no, no person is really rational. We're all basically emotional, um, even when you think you're rational. Okay. So. It's and there's like research to prove this. But somebody uh, somewhere is using rational thought to make scientific determinations and becomes politicized by people who don't do that. This, this is the, like, I mean, because what you're implying is that people who don't believe in climate change are stupid. And like, look, I'm the first no, one to they're, want. They're to stuck in an ideology and refuse right, to acknowledge. It. To it. So they don't understand of... what's going on with them. I guess is what I'm trying to say. No, but I mean, like, there's there's a lot of really smart people who don't believe in climate change and their reasons are, are probably things like social belonging and cultural identity. And, and those things are not just like IQ based, you know, or intelligence based. They're based on other things. And it'd be like, could you gene program? And how would you feel if like a bunch of religious fanatics were trying to gene edit the atheism out of you? I'd be like, fuck off. You know, you don't want to be gene edited to want to drive a giant truck and, and not, you know, and want to get the oil sands up well, and going. What would that again. look like, though? Like, you'd be gene editing them to be more docile selfish. in some way, more selfish, more fearful of a higher power? I don't know what. What you're getting at is like the core of eugenics. Like, we uh-huh. have an idealized person and we want to mold everyone mm. to fit that. And you're like, this is not good for many reasons because this is the roots of racism, uh, the roots of prejudice. It's not a good path to go down. Um, Except where it concerns like, uh, fixing your eyes, uh, Alzheimer's, and, and dick size. Yeah. I mean, all those things are basically just like you don't want to. Su- we don't want people to suffer in life. That's different than like sorting out our politics, you know. And it's like may- maybe if all those uh, right wing idiots had bigger dicks, they would be more confident and not be so angry and scared. I, th- I thought Anthony Weiner was pretty well endowed. Was he? I don't know. Who knows what was in his pants, though? I mean, I only saw the fuzzied out thing, but it looked like a lot of fuzzed out bars. He was a Democrat. Uh, He's on the left. Oh, was he a left guy? (coughs) Yeah. Uh, Touche. So here's the the thing, though, is it's just, uh, you know, like, if everybody has a 12-inch penis, does anybody have a 12-inch penis? Yeah, yes, well, you're going to be that guy with a 16 inch penis being like, oh, look at you with your little 12 inch. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> I got a four foot one. You know, here's all better, like have wheelbarrows in front of them to carry their penis around. And like, what the hell happened here? Yeah, um, it's aliens it's come down and be like, something went horribly awry on this planet a long time ago. The women, women don't want to have sex at all well, with the, men the, anymore. The women, have tw- the women have 12-inch penises, too. Everyone has, yeah, yeah. Everyone has Every- to have a 12-inch penis. <laughs> that would be unifying in a weird way. Oh, God. All right. I like that. So, now we're in science fiction land, but, you know, yeah. Oh, By the way, we before, we, before, we, before we transition, because it sounds like a transition, I just want to respond to the chat room who thinks that I think that circumcision is a genetic thing, and it, I know it's not. I was making jokes. Just are <laughs> oh, like, that's not an example of gene editing. I'm like, I know, but I, just, I was drawing a parallel only. But I, I, I think at least if I understand one thing, it's that, and I'm pretty much an ignoramus for the you, most you part. Know- you could gene edit because you know, like why does the hair on my arms only get to be one centimeter long and no longer but yet this hair on my head just keeps fucking growing and i have to go to a hair salon like a chump if only i could gene edit my head 
for my hair to grow into the perfect haircut and stop growing at that length. Wouldn't that be amazing? Like I use the color of your hair, but like like bald, you know, like um, bald guys and stuff like that have. If they could do something to have a full head of hair to their genes, and it's just oh, it oh, magically yeah. starts growing. My like, hair is they... my hair is long partially out of a fear that I might have gone bald, so I want to enjoy it while I can, but. I'm hitting 40 and it looks like it's sticking around for the most part. But I definitely, my hairline, I would like it to be further up on my head than it is. I'm further, curious. Further how, down, can, sorry, on my forehead. Yeah. How long after you turn 40 can you still be hitting 40? Oh, I'm no, just, no. sorry. I'm, I'm you're, 40. You're the guy hitting 40. Oh, you, oh he yeah. said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, it's I'm, just, sorry. I'm, it's just habit. It happened a month ago. I'm not hitting yeah. 40. I am 40. I, Thank I, you, Crofton. Thank no, you. No As, look, <laughs> you're good I, friend. I, I operate in a younger demographic, and so I see things Oh, I see. The fact know. that I'm claiming I'm hitting 39 I mean, or hitting 40 devalues the fact that you're actually not 40. I, well, I yeah, I'm in. I'm I'm the 30s demographic on this show. <laughs> but and, uh, and want to throw one minute. day, <laughs> maybe maybe your gene editing will allow you to. Uh, to you were still. Your, the correct me you were still born in the 70s, right? It was a hell of a time. Yeah, so yeah. There technically, you go. So you're a 70s so decade. Yeah, you were born in the 80s. Come on, you're no millennial. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of lot of good. Uh, Led Zeppelin there, Mike, uh, in the 70s. I don't even know. All right. Let's roll into verdicts, folks. Uh, let's uh, roll out the uh, the barnyard animals and uh, let us all, all go. Order, I said. Order in the court. Order in the court. Hmm. All right, <laughs> you're gonna go first. Yeah, go. Um, All right, you know what? You're a brave man. I'll allow it. All right. So, uh, gene editing. Uh, it's funny from the last last bit we were just talking about. Um, it, it's like a lot of the discussion around this gene editing is because we have this conversation backwards, like talking about like, oh yeah, I don't want to go bald. You know, wouldn't it be nice for men? go bald be able to gene edit that is that is that actually a problem or is it or is it the problem that our society says bald we don't want people to be bald that's the problem not going bald you know it's like it's like your penis isn't 12 inches long and it's like are you okay with the six inch long penis yeah, yes that's fine that's a problem with your society that's not a problem with your fucking genes Speak and this for is, yourself and, and this is this is the truth about half of what we're talking about it's not a none of these things that we want to gene edit are problems that exist in the world. They're constructed problems that society is telling people they're not worth what they're, they're not worthy. They should be X, Y, or Z. And in all those cases, gene editing is clearly a bad, as far as I'm concerned, it's feeding into bad social trends that we have of telling people they're not good enough. They're not smart enough. They don't look good enough. Their penises are not good enough to be in pornography films. That's bad, you know? And then, so the other end of it is, is this like, you know, I, I a friend of a friend of mine um, was thirty two year old guy. He got he, ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. He was dead in a year. Had a one year old baby. You know, did not see it coming. Like that fucking blows. Like this guy was younger than me, and he was, you know, he lost all motion and eventually just. I think he he chose um, assisted suicide here in Canada because the alternative was that eventually he would just suffocate to death. Um, while he lived, this is these are the terrible fates a lot of people have. There's a lot of these, uh, a lot of terrible genetic illnesses out there. That if we have the means to alleviate that suffering, I think that we should. And this is why I think something like gene editing, we should, because it's becoming the president. We should get our governments to get in line and be like, look, we're going to use this rightly where we can and where we know it'll help people. And for all those people that have let mass media tell them they're not good enough we should invest more money in trying to like you know tell them we we do love you just as you are you don't need that giant cock uh so yeah i think that this clearly sits in bullshit because it's half of it is really clearly bad and half of it is really clearly potentially positive so gene editing is a bullshit thing at the moment 
All right, so I guess you're host, so you should go next, and I'll go last. Oh, sorry, <coughs> yeah, sorry guys. I, I know it's never great when I get the last word, but it's happening. I'll go. Uh, I'll go next, and uh, I, you know what, I, uh, I mostly agree with everything that Mike just said there. I feel that this is one of those shows where, like when this podcast reaches episode like 1,500 or something and like our kids are listening to older episodes, this will be one that dates itself really. They'll be like, oh, can you believe they hadn't rolled out gene editing at that time? That's so crazy. Those guys are speculating and they don't even They, they don't even realize all, it's on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, like it's all – we all have 12-inch cocks now and, you know. So I I think that it's, it, it is – I don't want to say in – and inevitability, but um, uh, it's w- with any great uh, mankind advance, it's one that's going to come like with a significant cost. And I, I do think that Mike, Mike's sort of thing of differentiating the good from the bad and then looking at where it's going to end up likely, which is bullshit, uh, is, is the right call. So I am also going to say the gene editing is bullshit. That is not to say that it is bad. Like again, I think that it'll be could be tremendously beneficial for certain people in certain situations. Uh, but I could also see it being a tremendous nightmare uh, in in uh, other situations and maybe a- across the board. Like the look at the the internet that Mike mentioned earlier. Like is is it you know what's the good to bad ratio on that i I don't even know if i could tell you so all right well all right well good verdicts you guys i like them and um i'm now going to deliver my own which (laughs) i'm gonna try and keep as brief but it is weird and rambly as possible i feel like we're pushing the envelope changing humanity traveling the stars is gonna require change this is another step on the way to changing what we are so there might be dangers, but overall, I'm excited to see what gene editing can, can can do. And I might not live to see it. That makes me sad. That's the only bad part about gene editing. For me, gene editing is good. And, you know, uh, I think everything, all the concerns you brought up are definitely concerns. Legit, like, I can't argue against any of it. But it's happening, and I'm excited by the possibilities. I I sort of knew. I thought you were gonna go. I thought you were gonna talk about all the awesome stuff. I mean, I can go on. I just I'm just trying to picture you as a seven foot tall behemoth of muscles with giant dick walking around IQ of two hundred and forty. Like that's what I I I thought you were gonna lay on everything you wanted. Like like I mean, depending on science fiction that you go, (laughs) I think we need to evolve into a form that can survive space travel and other you know the environments of other planets. Why why do you think? Because we're going there. Yeah. Why? Because it's awesome. That's why. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's not awesome for you, but you. Good news. Like you can stay here. I, I feel <laughs> quaint. I'm like I'm a little like the Earth is perfect. I like living yeah, here. I'm but like, like some people are just enjoy your ex- horrible lives of radiation. Some people and, like, are just enthralled by the mere sense of adventure and exploration. It isn't no, no, about. I, I, it isn't I about Earth that. sucks. It's just about what else is out Look. there. I need to know. And and I definitely, so, if I had the chance to. Remember we made that joke about wandering around space and being like, oh, there's so much nothing in it. But, like, I still want to go. I still want to go. Just look. Mike doesn't want to go so, to the dark side of the moon. He so wants cool. to be in the machine, okay? Just give him, like, a, give like, him Bo, a break. You know there's no Diablo <laughs> 4 in space. <laughs> you so bored out of your mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can be bored out of your. That was a bad. <laughs> you can, uh, uh, participate and give us topics to uh, discuss on this show. Send us your feedback. What do you think about gene uh, mo- genetic modification? Goodbadbull at gmail dot com. Uh, you can also um, visit us on the web. Goodbadbull dot com. Uh, all our old episodes are there. We hope you subscribe to us wherever your your podcast. Give us five-star reviews. We always appreciate them. You can give us other reviews, I guess, as well, but I don't understand why you would. Um, And, uh, yes, uh, the three of us are individuals of an individual nature. Uh, I am at Crofton Steers on Twitter. You can tweet out your comments to me. 
Bo, how can people reach you? Ah, find me at boschwartz.com. You want to find out what I'm up to? Go to that site. It'll link you to all the business. Are you kidding me? You have a website? Oh. (laughs) Alternatively, Mike, where can people reach you? You can find me on my gene editing Kickstarter uh, site. So try to get myself some blue eyes, and I'd like to get about three inches taller. So, he, he means uh, he means go fund me. The wrong site, but it's okay. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Clearly, I'm not. Doing <laughs> um, no, the, you know what would be kind of funny, like, is for gene editing if the brands like come into play because you know how like Apple has has its like it's seen kind of as like a premier brand. It's the same with like Tesla and cars and and Audis and all of that. If it's like there would be, you know. You know, you know your Toyota of gene editing, and then there would be like your, your you know like your your Audi, or so people would be like, oh, you know, maybe somebody would be first to market, and you're gonna, I'm going to wait to see what Apple does on this gene editing thing. I bet that will be true. You know, that there's you got Samsung gene edited. Oh, you poor oh, sucker! Yeah, brand. Oh, yeah, I think so. There's going to be a lot of that. I've got I've got Mitsubishi jeans bitch <laughs> yeah, <what> I mean. <laughs> amazon will be first although the liberty of gonna... gene editing they'll have because that's the thing is i think even gene editing might be able to come in disposable packs just though like you test for pregnancy <laughs> it'd be like eye changer yeah. and just, you just go <laughs> your eyes change they, they'll just be like you know they'll have those ads do you, do you want to go into some building strange building and have your penis enlarged or have it enlarged in the comfort of your own home by our Amazon package delivery suspension you know what makes me sad is like think of all the people who got penis pumps that tried to make their penises bigger and then died and never got to see the future <laughs> that when it actually it's- does work <laughs> I-, <laughs> I like be a lot of like old men on their you, bed. You know what? I think I wasted that seventy dollars on that penis pump. Well, you know what it's like. You know those um those machines they used in like the twenties, the the vibration machines to exercise, where they yeah. believe that you know shaking just your shaking your body rapidly with machines actually exercised you in some way, and it's complete bullshit. Like that's what penis pumps are going to be in fifty years when we actually have like. Amazon branded, like just injected into your penis, and it just. Bleh, you're just... <laughs> I do like I do like how Mike's told this touching story about a real life friend who has suffered from ALS, and, and, and like uh, that, you that know, stuff's and, good and, too. And, and most most thing is like think about those four suckers that bought those penis pumps. <laughs> <laughs> They're so dumb, they'll be so sad. You're not, you're not wrong, I'm an idiot. Uh, I think you should end the show, Bo. on a girl are you a fan of the good bad or bullshit podcast consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com for as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations find out more at patreon.com slash good bad bull